So here we are again, the second episode of the uh, Made in Indie Land podcast. How's it going? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How's, how's your week been? Busy, very busy. So uh, yeah, um, bit knackered today. Been doing long, long days all week, but I can't complain. Can't complain. Cool. Right. So thinking about, we made it to the second episode, which is a obviously an achievement in itself. How did you feel about last week's? Yeah, I thought it went okay. I, um, I was quite pleased with it actually. For for the first one, it, it seemed to go quite well, and we got some good feedback, didn't we? The the feedback's been unbelievable, really. I you know from people that actually know us as well, which is uh, unusual for some of our mates. But uh, do you know what I, I I'm surprised about is. Uh, well, actually, I'm not surprised. Is the surprise in their feedback? So I got a voicemail for one of our mates the other day, and the surprise in his voice at saying how good it was. I'm like thinking, why are you surprised? Like, you know, we we, we can talk. <laughs> right? We are half intelligent people, and I just think that our oh, some of our mates just just want us to cock everything up. But never mind. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But seriously, the the feedback we've had, we've we've had loads of messages and um, like people texting us and calling us and stuff like that. So uh, thank you to all that have given us a listen. That's the first thing to say. And um, yeah, for for and thank you for all your your kind comments and that sort of stuff. So for, from my point of view, I thought the content yeah. the content was it flowed really well. And one thing I've had like lots of people have said, oh, it's it's really good. Like it's. Um, well, actually, one person said at first it sounded like just two mates having a chat down the pub. Uh, that was the same person that left me the voicemail with uh, a surprise in his voice, actually. But my answer <laughs> to that is that's kind of what we want it to be. We, we don't want it to be like a scripted thing. Um, I know there has to be some structure, but that's what it's all about. It's two mates chatting. But um, but a lot of people have said they like that about it, that we uh, it just sounds like a, you know, uh, something they can relate to and, and um a conversation that we, you know, just between mates about what they love, basically. So, so that's what's uh, stuck with me. But I can't, I can't for the content. We've had a bit of a nightmare with the sound and stuff, um, but we have to we have to remember we're not professionals. We we tend to go into uh, things we are thinking amateurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we tend to go into everything thinking we're like top draw. And then we're just just disappointed. Whatever it's going to be, we're just disappointed about it. Turns out, but I wasn't disappointed. Generally, I thought we, the content was really good. So, but it's a, it's a lot. Um, yeah. I thought the hard bit would be to actually doing this, doing the recording and all that. But the hardest part is obviously putting it together afterwards. And then it's all about you know knowing what you can use, what you can't use. Um, we had a bit of a worry about the the, the theme tune and all that sort of stuff. Um, so I recorded my own theme tune. So that that guitar piece you've just heard is my very basic guitar playing at the beginning. So um, so yeah. Uh, at least you've done it and not me. No. That's all I can say. We'll come on to that uh, in another episode, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an idea around that. So um, yeah, so what did we talk about last week? Obviously, we were talking mainly about gigs and stuff that we've been to. And you would have seen on our Instagram this week, we'd be posting loads about gigs we've been to and stuff like that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we, we we rounded it off with uh, put a prediction for the Arsenal game last week against City. 
Um, do you know what? We weren't far wrong. It, we weren't completely tonked. But uh, no, I said draw, didn't I? I think. And uh, yeah, let's, I, let's face it, it was it wasn't great. Um, but they are seventeen games unbeaten or whatever they are now, and we aren't very good at the moment. <laughs> so no, I think that's probably the best we could have hoped for. In all honesty, weirdly, um, and we'll, we'll maybe do a prediction at the end. But I'm a bit more worried about tomorrow than I was about that game. I think it's just accepted with City now that they they're, they're going to win the league, and you know they're the best side in the country at the moment by some way. Um, yeah. Do you know what? It, it weren't it weren't easy watching. It was just at times it was men against boys, <laughs> but we you know we kept it to one nil. But I don't know something that really annoyed me afterwards, and at first it didn't. Was Alex Scott? Um, in her analysis of the game afterwards. First of all, she said she made two comments that at first I agreed with, fully agreed with. And first of all, she said um, that Arteta got it tactically wrong. And what was he doing starting Erdegaard over um, Smith-Rowe? Which at first I thought, that's a fair point. Smith-Rowe's, you know, he's been decent. He's been on good form. But then I thought, Hang on a minute, you're setting up against the best side in the country, arguably the best the side on the best form in Europe. You need a little bit of experience there. Smith Rowe, I know he's 20, he's been out a lot, he's been injured a lot, and he hasn't got the experience that some of the other players have got. And he certainly hasn't got quite got the experience that Erdegaard's got. Now, I don't, you know, I she, she used the phrase, phrase about, uh, about Erdegaard that he's bang average, right? And it might, he might be, but we've not seen enough of him yet. And this is why um, very rarely do lo- January loan deals work out. I think, um, you know, they you're expecting a young lad to come in and what completely change our fortunes. I think he did okay. He didn't do a lot wrong. He didn't do a lot right, but he didn't do a lot wrong the other day. So I think that was probably the thinking behind it. I mean, the guy has played for Real Madrid for a long time and he's been out on loan. Uh, you know, he, he, still, he was at Sociedad last season, I believe, and it, that's it's still a he's still a cu- come up against big teams, so he, he knows how to handle himself at least. Um, whereas Smith Rowe, yeah, very creative player, but what you don't want to do is stifle that development. You put him in against a side like City and he has a bad game, in you know, a youngster like that with not that much experience, it can really knock him. So, I don't know, I thought it was a bit unfair from Alex Scott, but the thing that annoyed me the most was she said. I can't believe I'm sitting here accepting a one-nil loss against City's a good result. And do you know what? I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing when I was watching the game. I was thinking, where, you know, how have we got to this? That this is acceptable. But she's about the same age as us, so I think Arsenal fans, our generation of Arsenal fans, are incredibly spoilt because of our success in the past. You know, you think back to. You know, 20 years ago when we, you know, Wenger was at his peak, we was watching world-class players week in, week out, destroying teams week in, week out. And back then, City were probably, what, in League One or League Two, possibly. No, League One, maybe. Yeah. The equivalent to League One, wasn't it? Um, so I think that you have to accept that we're not that team anymore. And it's it's difficult to accept, don't get me wrong, but I've come to, to, to accept that now. Um, and whether we'll ever get back to where we were, I don't know. You'd like to think so, but with all the money that the other teams have got, particularly City, it's going to be difficult. But we're still, you know, we're still winning cups yeah. and stuff like that. And I think 
we're not we're not rubbish, are we? That's the thing. We're not awful. No, no, that's it. We're not we're not awful. We but I I honestly think we are building back towards being sort of top four. You've only got to look at the, the spine of the team that Arteta's brought in, I think, and um we we will be back. I'm I'm very confident we will be back. And that's another thing, actually, right? We we're not spoilt for choice at the moment because he's trimmed down the squad quite rightly. We've been on it him for years to get rid of Deb. Well, not him, but we need to get rid of Deb Wood. We've been saying that for years, and he's done it. Mm. There's not many players in that squad now that you can think they're Dead Wood. Might be the old one or two, but what he can't, what he couldn't do was bring in replacements in one window. So you know it's going to take time, and I just thought yeah, a lot of pundits, particularly on Sky, are, are very harsh on us. So if you think about, mm. we went nine years a lot without a trophy. Lots of people made a lot in the media, made loads of that. Spurs have been how long? 20, 13 years now. They they may well yeah. win the league cup. I, I don't really care if they do or they don't. But who's saying that about them? It's all about standards, isn't it? It's about the standards you set yourself. So I don't know. There's a lot of teams out there. Well, that, if, you, if you don't count, if you if you don't count that cup, which I you know league cups nothing. No. They haven't won a, a decent a decent trophy since ninety one. So for oh, me it's thirty years. <laughs> you know, yeah. So that's what we should do. If we're feeling depressed about Arsenal Football Club and where we are with it, we should get a Spurs fan on here and then, then that, that'll really uh, uh put us in <laughs> perspective. You know, but no one mentions that. Everyone says they're hugely successful. Uh, you no, know, it's just it's, it does my head in, if I'm honest. Um there's a lot of hatred for Arsenal. I guess I guess there's le- there's levels to it. There's there's levels to it, isn't there? Where we're a big club, yeah, I think, and uh, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're not quite as big as us. That's, that's for sure. Why. But they got a, a, a terrible chip on their shoulder because they think they they think they are as big as us. But anyway, it wasn't all bad yeah. news. We anyway, had good, we, we had a good game on Thursday, so it was entertaining at least. Well, so, so yeah, nearly giving me a heart attack to be honest, and. Looked like we were going out until uh, Thomas Party and William come on, and t- I think Party changed the game. I think he, he calmed everything down. Yeah, didn't really do a, a great lot, but he just he's such a calming influence. I think, and uh, I think his quality. I just yeah, I think he's, we haven't seen hardly anything of him yet because of his obviously injuries and all that sort of stuff. But to be fair to Willian, I'm not mm. a fan of Willian. Well, saying that. He's a quality player. He's proven quality, done good things at Chelsea. Like, and I thought it was a really good signing. But for us, he's been absolutely dreadful. But he had a good game the other night, actually, when he came on. Um, and he think he set up the yeah, second goal. I, I hope that spurs goal. him on now. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got a... He's yeah, got he set, a yeah, set, set it up, didn't he? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so he had a bit, a bit, a better game. Um, so there was some positivity there. Uh, do you know what? We've got every chance of winning that cup. Um, I was glad Milan and United drew each other. So one of those go out. And Leicester have gone out now. Um, so you yeah. know, there's a couple of teams that we probably Olympiacos will be the team to knock us out, but um, <laughs> yeah, like last time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, let's see, it's up and down at the moment, inconsistent. It's difficult being an Arsenal fan, I think, at the moment. It's not a, it's not a, a coast like it used to be, so yeah, right. that is that. So, we weren't, we weren't, we weren't far off on our predictions last week, so um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on, not bore everyone with with too much. Yeah, I could rant all day about this. Um, <laughs> okay, so we I put a question out on Instagram 
um, earlier in the week. And it was, if Oasis reformed, what three bands would you have to support? Yeah. Um, I so like, got, I like, we did answers. Get, we got a good response from someone who said that's not going to happen. Not the point yeah. of the question, but thank, go on. Thank, thanks for that. It's yeah. Very helpful. Cheers, mate. Uh, I won't, I won't actually going to include that, but it's fine. No, I was thought, yeah, brilliant. So, He's probably right, but. So we got, we, we, well, don't laugh. Okay. We got one guy say the kooks. <laughs> Out yeah. of all the bands in the world, the kooks. Right, uh, right. Royal Blood and Blur. Yeah, Blur on an Oasis yeah. uh, reunion. I can't, can't I don't see think, that. But... I don't think Liam would have that. I reckon Noel would, but I don't think Liam would. Yeah, but he's fine to join in. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely fine to join in. Uh, uh, this was better. Cast, Paul Weller and Primal Scream. Yeah, that's Bloody good shout. Uh, probably quite realistic as well, actually. I know, I know. Obviously, well as, yeah, a, yeah. as a as a obviously a, a bit of a legend, but I think um, his relationship with Oasis over the years has been just complete respect both ways. So uh, that would be mm. amazing. I've never seen Cast either, actually. Um, they'd be a good opener, definitely. And then Primal Scream, a Primal Scream. You know, they fit in anywhere when it comes to mm. gigs like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, someone else suggested the Who, Manic Street Preachers, and Kings of Leon. As well, that that would be. I don't know. That would be brilliant. I mean, I don't, can't see the Who supporting Oasis. Um, maybe I don't know, nah. but uh, I think they've got they command their own uh, gigs, don't they? Really, but Manics Manics have supported them before, haven't they? I believe. Did they support them at Nebworth? I don't know. They might have done. Uh, possibly, maybe, yeah. Who was the other one? Kings of Leon. I don't see them. Kings of Leon. Oh yeah. So I I actually, when support. I was at, um, well, this isn't really, uh, uh, you know, I was when I saw Oasis at Glastonbury in two thousand and four. Kings of Leon were up before them, but they weren't. They weren't huge then. They were coming up as a good band, and they were they were really good live. But yeah, again, these are probably not likely to. I don't. I don't think the egos of Oasis would allow that. <laughs> they don't like any threat to their sort of <laughs> throne, do they? Yeah, that's it. So, um, what three would you choose? Uh, so I it's, it's a difficult question. I'm sure you try and keep it realistic, don't you? To, to you know, who would want to do it? Most people, we, most groups and artists would want to support Oasis, but um, it's about again, it's about levels, isn't it, and egos and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I automatically you'd say Richard Ashcroft, but I think since the split, because we've seen. Uh, Richard Ashcroft support Oasis in Manchester a long time ago now, um, but we've seen a, a Richard Ashcroft supporting Liam as well. But his relationship with Noel seems to have deteriorated, so I don't think he'd do it. And maybe I'm reading into this too much. Um, so he, pro you know, I think it would be brilliant and it would fit brilliantly. But I'd go Ian Brown. I think Ian Brown would fit well. Yeah. Because um, you know that he's a, he's a solo artist, artist again now. Um, I'd probably try and have someone a bit uh, more contemporary. So Blossoms, I think, would be good. Um, obviously mm. from the Manchester area as well. Um, and then you'd probably want more of a legend, I think. So, I don't know, someone like the Happy Mondays or something. I've seen them supporting before. 
some of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, just a yeah. legendary band, you know, not huge, but you everyone enjoys watching and listening going. to Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so they're my three. I'd say Blossoms, Ian Brown, and Happy Mondays. And they're all from yeah. Manchester or Greater Manchester as well. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I'd actually put Ashcroft down myself. Yeah. And then I thought, like Jerry Cinnamon, I thought it'd be really good. That's a good room. shout. That's a really good shout, actually. I forgot about him. Yeah. And then I've got uh, a choice of two that I couldn't decide out of. I've got the Libertines or Catfish and the Bottleman. Yeah, I both thought, Both good shouts. Did it, uh, that would be brilliant as well. I know it was Baby Shambles were supposed to support them on their 2005 tour, but then obviously Pete Dockett and yeah. he, um, went missing. Didn't didn't up, did they? <laughs> no, no, no. I think. <laughs> Um, but again, yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. I've seen um, I've seen Pete Doherty loads with Baby Shambles and on his own, and I've seen uh, Dirty Pretty Things, but I've never seen the Libertines as a as a band together. So I'd no. like to rectify that at some point. Um, but yeah, that would that would yeah. be amazing. I think actually, um, it's just whether Liam would tolerate them because I think he said some nasty <laughs> things about them in the past. So, uh, yeah, yeah some good answers there, though. Definitely. So, if it, so, just thinking about that, how do you feel about Oasis re- reuniting? Um, obviously, it'd be great if it happens, um, but. <sighs> Is it is it going to be good, or is it go, is is the sort of chemistry going to be there, or are they going to be able to get over basically what Liam's said constantly <laughs> and constantly, yeah, saying things about him and and bantering it, well, borderline on worse than bantering it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, one thing I hope they don't do, um, like Liam keeps saying, this is going to happen. Uh, that they're going to reunite Oasis with or without Noel. I hope they don't do that because it's it's no. not it's not the band, is it? It's that's not the band. That's not Oasis, right? For a start, who would he pick? No, it's not Oasis. Who, who's he going to? Who's he going to have on guitar? Is he going to have Gem or is he going to have Bonehead? <laughs> He'd have Bonehead, wouldn't, wouldn't he? Because he's mates of him still. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and then bass. You know, the, the the rest of the band they've gone through a lineup like several times. Um, so mm. I don't know. I like, I'm. I think I'm a bit over it now. Obviously, for years, I set my price on tickets and it goes up every year. And I think uh, by now, I'm about, <laughs> I'll pay about a grand for a ticket for that. Like, but oh, I don't know. Like, it, Noel's moved on, right? And do you know what? A bit of a bugbearer of mine. Um, obviously, we're on that Parker Monkeys group on um, Facebook. It's a brilliant group because we, you know, we get all sorts of... Uh, interesting characters on there we hear about gigs and you know all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes but one thing that is a bit of a bugbear of mine is the hatred towards Noel now and I just think that's like the geezer is like the heart of the band no like you can't have one without the other like you've got you've got to remember what why we love Liam we love Liam because he was the front man in Oasis and he made a, he, he was the the, the 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 one that sold Oasis, if you like, but the engine room is Noel, and those songs like Liam ain't a songwriter. He does, he does the songs. Some of the songs he's written are okay, and you know there's some really good ones. But the real 
like huge songs that are going to be remembered forever were written by Noel. And you know what? He's a, he's a good artist. He's a good guitarist. Quite a good singer, actually, as well. And I just don't get this bashing of Noel. Um, who knows what it would be like to work with your brother? I mean, I, I read um, Paul Gallagher's book that he wrote in 96. So that was, you know, a long time ago when they were at the height of their fame and the stories he's written in there about their growing up as kids and stuff. You understand it. You understand why they're not together anymore. And um, I don't know. I just, I just think, I think that they should be left probably as a legend. Now they're both good artists on their own. All right. That's the thing. Liam's doing really well for himself. I think everyone was a bit surprised how well he did uh, when he went, when he came back solo. And I just think, I, I don't know, like, don't get me wrong. If the chance happened, the thing, I'd be there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd be there, definitely. The thing is, they, they don't need it. No. I don't It'd think... be different if they, if they needed it. The, pa- the, the passion and the drive would be there, because they don't need it. They don't need the money. Nah. So I don't think music needs it. It's not going to be as good as, good as it was. No. Nah. You know, if you think, let's, let's have it right. The last album that Oasis did, a lot of people liked it. I thought it was mediocre. I thought there was no passion in it. Um, I just thought you knew. We saw him on that last tour. We saw him at Wembley, and that was what I was. As it happened, I think about their third to last gig they ever did. You could tell, like their heart weren't in it anymore. They weren't talking on stage. They were just rattling through the songs. Um, they picked some old, you know, old bangers for that gig. But I don't know. I just think. If we can't have Oasis at their top of their very top of their game, still writing songs like they were pre two thousand and five, is what I'd say. Because those last "Don't Believe the Truth" and "Even Chemistry" were, I think, were great albums. Obviously, not it in the league of their nineties albums, but um, mm. if we can't have them like that, I'd rather just remember it and keep going to Liam gigs. Uh, Liam gigs are brilliant, you know. They're they're just he is what he is, and he just he's. I think music still needs Liam, and they, they music still needs Noel. But I just think together, I think it just it would be for the wrong reasons. I think, but that's just an opinion, yeah. you know. I guess I, I guess the counter argument against that is is people that haven't seen them or weren't old enough to see them. Yeah, like us old. That's that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, people. Uh, is it gives everyone an opportunity to see them then regardless of Oasis, you know, in some capacity, whether it be at their best yeah. or, or whatever. That's true. But That's true. Last week we said about... It for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said about going to see the Stone Roses last week and we did very, very that, that very thing where we didn't see them at their best. We saw them way past their peak. They got back together for the yeah. money. <laughs> it was a great gig. Absolutely <laughs> great gig, but... That's it. It didn't set the world alight, did it? It was just uh, a nostalgia thing. No. And um, I think we're turning into mm. our dads a little bit. Like my dad just watches bands he grew up <laughs> with, and you know it's not quite the same. It's never going to be the same. So, but you're right. I think every um, young person. Someone wrote on our Instagram the other day. I can't remember what gig it was. I put a picture up of um, might have been the Manchester 2005 one, and they wrote, uh, "I wish I could have seen the Oasis back in the day." And that made me feel really old. Yeah, that, how old did that make me feel? Oh, yeah, and we were back thinking in the days, two thousand and five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the time we were thinking, I wish we could have seen my Oasis back in the day because we were just that little bit too young. 
Um, so I don't know. Everyone's got their different opinions on it, but we've grown up with them. And I think we've got some really great memories and they changed our lives and they made us who they are today as a band. Um, but I don't know. We're digressing loads here, but I just thought it was a good question. And I thought, so in, mm. in answer to the question, those my three support artists, it's all hypothetical because I, I don't think it will happen. But if it does, no. I'll be there because I, I won't be able to resist. But I kind of hope they keep doing their own thing. Because Noel stuff's good as well. I think Noel, it, I think, and I think a big reason why people slate Noel is because he ain't doing Oasis stuff. You know, he does. He, he's not writing songs like Oasis anymore. He's doing a completely different yeah, sound. Yeah. And if you if you'd never heard Oasis and you heard Noel doing those tunes, you'd still think it's good. But because he's obviously been in a certain um, context, everyone wants that back. So that's yeah, good question. Some really good answers there. So uh, it was a bit of a talking point there. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's so, good to hear other people's opinions on it as well. So let us know, you know, what you think, and we mm. we keep this debate going. And whether you're a fan of Noel or, or Liam, or you know, whether you'd like to see them back together, which obviously it's going to be a lot one way uh, in that answer. But yeah, it's good, might, it's good to get some different opinions on it. Might not even be a fan of Oasis or Liam or Noel, so <laughs> they might never want to see it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but just briefly on the Blur thing, I think it's hilarious because I've never seen Blur, right? Because obviously back in the day, it's like a football team, isn't it? You, you are either Blur or Oasis. But um, my first ever album I bought, indie album anyway, was Parklife. And I absolutely love Blur. But then suddenly I just had to despise them. Um, so, you know, it's funny. They, obviously, they wouldn't fit in at a, 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 um, an Oasis concert, but... I've grown up a bit now and I now respect them for what they were, which is a great band. And and individually they were good as well. Yeah. They went on, a few of them did some solo things as well. And so, um, yeah, like I, that's a regret of mine how immature I was to cut my nose to spite my face in that. That's it. We could have enjoyed two bands when we were younger rather than just following the one around the country. Yeah, definitely. They, 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 they consistently produced good stuff, you know, and, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe we'll get to see them because they they're on better terms, aren't they? So maybe we'll go and watch them one day for a bit of nostalgia. Yeah. Cool. So um, you wanted to talk a bit about uh, your play. You've done a playlist, haven't you? I think. Yeah, I made a play a playlist on Spotify. Um, it's got some good feedback as well. Actually, it's called the Made in Indyland playlist, and uh, I thought if if people have a look at it, check it out. And then if I'm missing any songs that people like, just give us a, a, a DM or write on our wall or email us or you whatever can, um, way you want to contact us and you can songs. You can make it, uh, oh, what's the word? Collaborative, I think it is. So people can add to it. Collaborative, yeah. Yeah, so um, that might be a good thing to do. It gets gets quite dangerous. Yeah, though, I might do it? that, yeah. Because um, you might get some... I know, adding... Just anything. Bewitched or something to my... Yeah, yeah. I think um, we could get a, a a bit of sabotage going on there, but yeah, that might be an idea anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I've had a look at it. It's, it's excellent. It's um, I've got a similar one going on. That I've been building for about five years, probably. Um, and literally, any time I hear something on the radio or something, and I think, oh, that can go on there. So it's uh, yeah, just add but, it yeah. in. Yeah, but but yeah, it's um, it's a good playlist, definitely. Um, cool. So, 
what else were we going to talk about today? So the good thing is, right, and just going back to thanking everyone, is that we've not had to come up with our own content this week. We're pretty much talking about either the stuff that we've spoken about last week but or, or stuff that you've, as a listener, has contributed to. So, again, a big thanks to that. So we wanted to um, talk about – there was – we put a couple of questions up this week, or two or three questions up this week. But what was the one you um, got the answers to that we were going to chat about today? Oh, was it the film? The film one was it the um, what music film? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some really yeah. good, good answers to that. So I put up a, a thing in the week, and it basically, yeah. What what what's your favourite musical film or music film? Um, Got we've, got the, we've got the stupid answers again, you know, you know as, as usual. And sound uh, of music was one. Yeah, that was the guy that um, that was the guy that gave us the feedback that asked to act surprised, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's an idiot. So, um, uh, interestingly, but, he, he, uh, he probably he will be on this show at some point and, and we'll berate him live for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's our Carl Pilkington, yeah. That's been generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, we're not we're not nasty lads. Uh, so you know the, we're saying that these are stupid answers, but they might be their opinion, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion. We yeah, respect exactly. we respect everyone. Exactly. In a way. Part, well, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did we get? We got Walk the Line, which is a good film. Yes. Uh, obviously, Johnny Cash, and it was his. Birthday in the week, I believe. It was yeah, yesterday. So, um, I don't actually know how old he would have been. Would he have been seventy-two? So I think he might have been actually seventy-two. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up right now because uh, that's one of you know oh, <laughs> this is what I'm like. Uh, bear with me, Johnny Cash. This is great content. This is. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I might have to do maths now. 70, 71. So he's born in 1932. No, he would have been 81. Because he would have been, he was born in 1932. Is that right? Okay. Or is it, no, no, hang on. I don't know. 91. He would have been 91. 71. He was 71 when he died. Yes. In 2003. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, it was his birthday. So he'd have been in this his nineties. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was an old old guy. Good film, though. <laughs> good film. Uh, yeah, really good Yo- film. Was it Joaquin oh, Phoenix? Was it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Another bloody yeah. good film he did. I watched Joker. recently. Joker. What an amazing film. Really yeah. disturbing, but what an amazing film. Yeah. Sorry, I'm digressing again. Got a friend that laughs like that as well. Well, yeah. yeah, we have. Yeah, go on. Next one. Uh, next one. Control was one of them. She's yeah. um the Joy Division film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah the Ian Curtis biopic. Um, it was good. I've only watched it once. Um, it was really good, and the soundtrack to that because I think um there was a few like the Killers did a uh, cover of. Oh, uh, what did they do? They did a Joy Division cover on it and all that. I'll remember in a minute. But yeah, that was good. It wasn't it wasn't a bad film at all. Um so yeah, yeah, it's a good shout that one. 
I think it, it portrayed how depressed he was in it all throughout his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, obviously the the other one was twenty four hour party people. We'll probably talk about that in a moment. But this was a lot, much more serious take on it. Um, and the actor that played him yeah. was was brilliant. I thought in that. <clears throat> so um, yeah, what what else did we get? Oh, uh, um, twenty four hour party people was. I can't remember any of the others to be honest. I didn't note them down. Oh, <laughs> the twenty-four hour party people I noted. Don't you? Uh, quadru- someone said quadrophenia, didn't they? Oh, quadrophenia, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, just what, going through my other notes. And well, yeah. Quadrophenia yeah. Um, is yeah. Do you know what? Funny enough, right? The, the film itself, um, it wasn't gripping, right? And uh, you know, I'm not. I'm no film critic, but. The influence of that film has had on popular culture and you know who we are today and all that sort of stuff. Um, it just it's, it's legendary and the acting and all that. Some obviously actors that have gone on to be big uh, and just like I don't know, it made me love Brighton. I went to Brighton last summer and all I kept thinking about was, oh yeah, that was filmed there, that was filmed there, and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, I had a moped or scooter back in the day. Not nothing like the Lambrettas or the Vespers. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, that was part of my growing up. But yeah, so yeah, good shout that one. And then obviously, yeah, twenty four hour party people. What a film! I'm so, surprised that before before we talk about that, I'm surprised no one mentioned School of Rock because that's one of my favourite music. Films. Yeah, yeah, God, <laughs> that is that is absolutely amazing. I know it's not like an indie film or anything like that, you know, about indie music, but. No. I want to see the, um, the stage show actually. That would be that would be brilliant. I remember watching School of Rock in the yeah, cinema. Be good, wasn't it? I just oh, I love Jack Black. I just think he's absolutely hilarious. Um, just an absolute clown, and that comes across perfectly yeah. in that film. But yeah, that's that's a good one. Have, um, you, seen, have you seen? Go on. Have you seen Yesterday? Yes, I watched. Um, I watched Yesterday on a flight to New York. Yeah, funny. Yeah, so I watched two music films on that. I thought I thought yesterday was really good. And do you know what? Actually, because it was quite recent, um, it doesn't come to mind. It's strange because you always think recent stuff isn't a classic. But I think that will. I think we'll look yeah. back on that in fifteen years' time and think it's a really good film. And it really made you think. What I yeah, liked I it was really good. Was the bit where it said when he's doing the Google search and there's no Oasis and there's no Harry Potter, and I didn't really think about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Harry Potter. And I went well after the connection. And obviously, it's the the, the specs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I watch yeah. Rocket Man as well. Have you seen Rocket Man? I haven't seen that yet, no. So I watched them back to back. Yeah. So um I think the flight to New York's about six or seven hours. So it gave me uh it took killed four hours basically. So I watched yesterday first and then watched Rocket Man. And uh Taron Egerton was he I don't know how he got his mannerisms so spot on and all that sort of stuff, but um you just end up loving Elton John out of that, you know, and how it all started. And I've been, mean, everyone pretty much knows Elton John's story, um, but that just, just made it just a really warm uh, story. And I've just, while I'm talking here, I just thought Bohemian Rhapsody, did uh, no one say that? No, I mentioned it, no. Scandalous. What a film that Which is. It's surprising because, yeah, that's a Again, great film, isn't it? you don't think, do you, because it's quite modern. That, that was... Mm. That there is probably the most entertaining uh, music film I've watched that everyone can enjoy. So you can sit down and watch it with the family. 
And I just thought that is just, you know, I, I love Queen as actually Queen were my first, uh, it was the first album I ever bought uh, in the late eighties, early nineties. And um, yeah, I just thought that was that 20 minutes at the end was amazing. But yeah, 24 hour party people though, that's quite, we had a lot of people say that. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. Thoughts on that film? Mm. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? From start to finish, it's just absolutely brilliant. I mean, and we probably use so many quotes out of it when we're in the pub and people don't know what the hell we're on about. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you know what it's like when you're just, you're talking to people and then you're a few beers in and then you, you drop a quote out of a film and nobody understands apart from just you and your mate. Yeah. Yeah. Just on a different wavelength. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so it, even, yeah. even the, there was one there was there was one bit in the film where Tony Wilson says um no one no one's even gonna find this funny. He says to Rob Gretton, Can I buy you half a lager? Yeah. And what would you say? Yeah. You can get me a pint. <laughs> Brilliant. It's just delivery. Feel, it's just <laughs> weird, yeah. Oh Paddy Considine in that film though. Uh, he's he's my favourite character. Um I think I mentioned last week, I, I learned more about Tony Wilson, um, but I learned more in that with that film, but I learned more about that whole movement in that film than actually the real stories. Um, he he played, he's such a good actor as well. I watched a film with a, uh, a series called Informer, which was on BBC One a couple of years ago. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. He's such a good actor. He was just brilliant in that film. Just, just so dry and aggressive. And he's a relationship, <laughs> it, well, a portrayed relationship between Rob Gretton and Tony Wilson. It was like real love hate in I'd that film. To, yeah, I'd love to have a chat with him about it and get get his take on it and how filming. Yeah, like, and that's another thing because there's a lot of filming and stuff. Oh, it must have been. Um, I heard, um, funny enough, on the there was another podcast. I think it's that uh, Brit podcast that the Brit podcast that the Radio X guys do, and Rowetta was on there, right? And I don't know why, right? But for about fifteen years since watching that film, I thought. The actress looks so much like her. She's bang on with that. And it was her. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't know that. I, I, like, how stupid. But anyway, she was talking about it and she was she was saying, just saying it was brilliant. And, you know, because uh, she was the only, I think I'm right in saying she was the only uh, act, like someone, uh, cast member playing herself. I think the rest were actors. Um, but there were real people okay. in the film from, but but playing like bit parts, you yeah. know, and cameos. But, um, yeah, yeah. It was so good. I mean, that's that that I film. It just everything, it's everything that is we love comes from that film. So, obviously, we're huge Partridge fans from the nineties. And I, being honest, thinking back to two thousand and two when that film was made, I think we'd been to Manchester for the first time when that came out. Um, so it was a bit of an affinity there. But it was because it had Steve Coogan in it. We probably watched it because we were. Let's face it, we'll watch anything with Steve Coogan in it because I just think he's a genius. Yeah. Um, and I, he, he was so like the way he he just got Tony Wilson spot on, and he just it's it's hilarious. But obviously, there's serious parts to it as well, and obviously with the Ian Curtis story and all that sort of stuff. You know, how the hell yeah. they managed to get that into what's essentially a comedy, but still nail the um, you know the tone of it and how poignant that was, and obviously the tragedy of it all. Mm. Uh, it, it just 
but the, the, that, that's the genius of the film. But it's not because it's for people like you and me. It's never going to be uh, a well-known film, particularly. And I think that no, if, that's it. if you haven't seen if you haven't seen it, and you're into all of this like indie music and sort of the the start of it, and want to educate yourself in you know many ways of, of what happened and the movement and the hacienda and god knows what else give it a watch on this i think it's like a couple of quid to buy online yeah. and you've got to watch it and then you understand it's, it's basically it's so funny it underpins the whole of what we're about and the whole of this brit pop what happened afterwards and all that sort of stuff it just underpins everything yeah such a good film like just i could watch it day in day out and still find it just as funny it's just uh, yeah you know it's new stuff every time when you watch it what i keep noticing is people like the actors that are in it that have gone on to be quite big actors and stuff and um like i forgot peter mm. k was in it peter k was brilliant in it like he was just yeah, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was quite big at that time but just you just i completely forgot he was in it till just then um but yeah it's just yeah i i, I don't know that that for me as I said, Bohemian Rhapsody's like for entertainment, like sitting down watching it with a family or whatever you want to do. That's so that's a great film. But for me, 24 hour party people, for everything that we're about, everything we've loved for most of our lives, that film is amazing. That's just I yeah, a brilliant film. So um yeah, so that that pretty much covers that. Anything else what we were gonna gonna mention today? We're pretty, I think we're going to be running out of time very shortly, but yeah, I think that I think that was it. I think I've, I think we we're going to have a little chat about uh, tomorrow and do another another prediction, wasn't we? And, and see how wrong we can be be this week. Yeah, we had a question from one of our mates actually, um, and we, I think we've already answered the question. But the the question was um, if Arsenal, what was the question? It was if Arsenal are playing Man City on the final day of the season and Oasis said they'll reunite if Man City win the league. Noel's on board. The whole thing's yeah. like, what would you do? So let's assume, right, it's a hypothetical situation. Noel's well up for it. They, he's guaranteeing that they're going to be as passionate about, about this as they were in 96 and Nebworth and all that sort of stuff. Right? But Arsenal can win the league at Man City. What would you choose? I don't think I don't think you had to um, let everyone know it's a hypothetical question because we're talking about Arsenal winning. The league. I was actually no, referring to the uh, Oasis said... part of that question, not the hypothetical <laughs> uh, Arsenal winning the league again. Um, I'd pick Arsenal. Selfishly, I've I've seen Oasis. And they won't be as good, like we said. And uh, I'd pick Arsenal because there's not a lot better for me. Do you know what, yeah. as well? Um, I, thought, like, I thought to myself, like, it was a really good question. Calls himself Tony. We know him as Anton, right? But so just to, that's who sent in the question. But it got me thinking. And my, first, my initial thought was, well, we've seen Arsenal win the league a few times. We've never seen Oasis reunite. But like you said, we've seen Oasis plenty of times. We we've seen. I wonder if there's a direct co- co- uh, correlation here between Oasis splitting up and 
Arsenal not winning the league. I don't know, because it was almost as long ago. <laughs> but um, I think the great thing about football is it can always reinvent itself in, you know, there's always new players coming through. There's always new managers coming through. And how sweet would it be if we got back to that level? So, yeah, I think for that reason, Oasis can never bring back what they had when they was in their 20s. They it's just, it's not not realistically possible, is it? So, um, whereas Arsenal Football Club can bring back that magic with a new generation, you know, hopefully very, very soon. Yeah. So, my answer is I'll take Arsenal winning the league and I'll just deal with Oasis yeah. never playing again. That's it. That's a good answer. So, on that note, what's your prediction for tomorrow? The way to Leicester? Oh, well, they just got knocked out in the week as well, didn't they, from the Europa League? That was a, So, they'll either be mm. uh, at us like Tigers or they'll be deflated. But I know I just berated Alex Scott earlier for saying, you know, uh, how are we, you know, how, how are we sitting here feeling like, what are we come to? But I'm feeling the same. I'm, you know, I'm thinking... Leicester away, they're a decent side. Like, let's not write them off. You know, they've won the league three years ago. Everyone said it was a fluke. It, all right, it, it project. It was a, it was a bit of a freak season, but they've, they've not exactly got relegated since, have they? They're a decent side. Yeah. So, uh, it'll go one. It'll go one or two. I think we'll either get torn apart, and it'll be one of them in really embarrassing games, or it'll be we'll we'll respond really well to last week and we'll tear them apart. I don't think it'll be a close game. No. I think I think both defences. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the travel for us. What yeah, from? Um, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm worried about the travel. Yeah, because we've we've been to Rome, we've been to Greece, uh, and they played at home Thursday. Yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, that's a real worry for me. And it's an early kickoff as well, isn't um, it? So they probably travel tonight to get there. I would have thought. I don't know. Actually, yeah, which whether... I don't get. I don't get that either. Why are we? Why are we kicking off early? We should be the late kickoff, if anything. But anyway, in fact, thinking about we'll um, restrictions, they want to travel tomorrow because they can't stay in hotel. So that's going to even be be even worse, isn't it? So um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. And then I think that actually does come into it quite a bit. And it's you might say, oh, they're professional footballers, but they've got to be knackered, don't they? So yeah, I think so. There'll be some changes from from Thursday night. That's for sure. Hmm. Excellent. Right. Well, um, again, thanks to everyone. That? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. It's, you know, uh, apologies for the sound. We did notice before, but we we wanted to carry on with it. We did notice it's a bit crackly. So, uh, again, we are not professionals. We're we're complete amateurs of this muddling through. Um, so please just ignore that and just just listen to us. But yeah, I thought it was good. I, I, it's a good uh, it's a good outlet, isn't it? Because you know. If, you're working all week and all that sort of stuff and your head's elsewhere. And obviously it's not great at the moment, although there was hope this week, wasn't there? You know, the end's in sight of all of this, but it's quite a good outlook. So something yeah, good yeah. to look forward to and just have a chat and just actually switch off from the rest of the world for however long we'll be talking. Um, so yeah, mm. it's good. But I, you know, as I said at the beginning, I can't, I can't thank the, everyone who's given us a listen and uh, just give, at least giving us a go uh, enough. I just think it's, 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 it's easy to um, just think, oh, what are these clowns up? Because we're always up to stuff like this, aren't we? Like, if it's not starting a football team, it's <laughs> bloody, you know, whatever, blogging or it's just setting up uh, social media pages, whatever it is, right? We're, it's all, we're always up to something. 
right? But I think actually mm. everyone's given us a fair shot at this, and you know we really appreciate it. Um, and and also actually one thing we haven't mentioned is we've had a few um, musicians and bands contact us over the over the week and send us some really good stuff um, through. So keep that coming because do you know what? Like it's all really good. And so what we want to do is try and get it out. Yeah. You know, once we've once we've ironed out the format of this and we've got our, you know, technical uh, heads around this, then we'll, we'll be looking to play, um, you know, tracks and stuff for new bands and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, so that'd be good. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we could, we could introduce to sort of one or two artists a week, um, get their yeah. music out there and see what people, you know, think of it and, everybody help each other along a little bit in, we, in these times. We signed off last week saying we just want to get a community together and um, it's what it's all about, helping each other out and all that and actually recognising when people are doing good things. Um, there was a couple of bands that we you know listened to their songs and I just thought, how are these people not signed already? Do you know what I mean? Like, they were so good. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're going to try and help, you know, we'll, we'll try and get a bit, bit bigger as well before we do that to help you guys out. Um, so... Yeah, just keep them coming and keep in touch with us. Any questions you've got, any feedback you've got as well, you can just send us an email at madeinindieland at gmail.com or just DM us on Instagram. That seems to be our platform of choice at the moment. So, um, so yeah, that seems to be that's seems to be it for another week. Anything else? What yeah. you got for dinner tonight? Oh, uh, we're having Indian. Indian? Oh, we've got uh, Chinese yeah. actually. What about you? Uh, Chinese. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go <laughs> to the same place you you went to the other day. Um, so give it a go. Okay. Trouble is, everyone's um, everyone's okay. getting the Chinese at the moment. So the um, or uh, takeaways at the moment. So the wait's just ages. So I'm, I'm going to have to go in a minute and put my order in. All right. Have a good one. And you. See you next week. <laughs>